Hey, this is Louisiana Sister Squad podcast, where we bring you real information to enhance your truther lifestyle. I'm Katie. And I'm Tammy. Welcome Welcome to to the the show. show. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, y'all. My name is Sam. I'm a registered nurse. I was an ICU nurse for 10 years and just seeing how sick people were and we aren't getting better. I decided to pivot my career and now I help people heal naturally with herbs, food, nutrition, and sound healing. That's awesome. Can you tell us a little bit more in depth about the sound healing? We're really interested in hearing about that. It's one of the easiest ways to really start cellular detoxing and it's easy for children you know you can't get them to take certain juices so sound is one of the most natural things i mean if you go outside you hear wind birds you hear waves or wherever you're at um and since we are so connected to the earth and we're 70 percent water i believe right um our cells vibrate just like um with those frequency and it really helps shake things up get things moving um and it also helps trigger that parasympathetic nervous system which we aren't really engaged in very much in this day and age because we're always fight or flight we're always consuming new information and we're forgetting to slow down so it kind of helps you just kind of force yourself to slow down and really focus on inner healing and um or like it's easy meditation for people that have troubles sitting still or you know doing it alone it's really easy for children for families that sort of thing um and between sound and breathing that's pretty much those are things that you can almost do for free you know you can start right now with what you have so can you tell us a little bit about how you got involved in And I know that you have two daughters. Well, are you teaching them the holistic way? We've been doing holistic healing for a long time. It's been a roller coaster. It originally started when my my youngest daughter, she wasn't even two yet. She was diagnosed with juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. And I didn't know anything about any natural healing, really. I was very, I just came out of nursing school, still like a, a brand new nurse so all that allopathic western medicine was still in my head because that's all I knew but I just prayed and I knew had I had faith that I could find answers and I mean just a simple google led me to one of these books that kind of changed my life and my daughter's lives and then it went from there I, then I started reading about how energy has a lot to do with with it too you like I'm just more focused on the physical stuff I can focus on but then I was like well there's a lot that we can't see that's going on that's how I kind of got into energy healing and sound healing and for one I'm not you know just hearing drums or hearing these high frequencies or certain frequencies for the body really helped me just kind of hear my silence world hear my inner voice myself one of the things that I did with them for a long time, and I still do periodically, is before bed, I would help them do like a guided meditation and I would kind of do like pressure points on them and massage, like light massage, and just help them kind of get rid of the day's energy, kind of pray over them. And um, and I did that for years, especially when they were really, really sick. So, and I mean, it's restored a lot of our health. It's helped spiritually grow on their own early age which i feel is important 
if you could walk us through, you said you do classes once a month. Can you tell us more about what exactly that looks like? So it's kind of like coming to a meditation class or a yoga class. So you just come into this room and it has really good like sound in that room. Um, whatever the word I'm trying to think of. You know what I'm talking about. Acoustics. <laughs> acoustics, yes, it has really good acoustics. So you lay in a dark, kind of a dark room. I have like this little uh, galaxy projector going on. So on the ceiling, it's a little, it looks like you're underwater. And then you, so you just lay there and I just start playing these sound bowls. And sometimes if I feel called to do it, I'll just kind of guide a meditation. Like imagine yourself as a child, what would you, you know, what was your fun time? Mine was being outside by a creek in the water, sun shining, you know, I just love throwing water. And, and just like little things like that. But you literally just there for 45 minutes to an hour and I'll play different sound frequencies and then I'll play them together. And some people fall asleep. Some people feel like a lot of energy moving. So they'll call or they'll feel like they need water and that sort of thing. But most of the time it's pretty relaxed and people are just laying there and then I have to wake them up. That sounds like my kind of activity. <laughs> yeah, I love laying there and relaxing. I love to just lay and relax. So that's, I love it too. I think that is something that I would be into. Um, I Anytime that like I'm traveling or if I'm having a hard time sleeping or feeling anxious before I go to sleep, as well as like prayer, but I have a wait list by... <clears throat> what's it called? Marconi Union. And so that puts me to sleep like almost instantly. If I'm still um, awake by the time that it gets to the end of the first song, I start it over and then it does like, it plays for about like 45 minutes. And then the last song that I have will wake me back up. So it's really good for naps. That's <laughs> awesome. I have it down to a science. <laughs> <laughs> That's really but good. Yeah, that sounds like really healing and like a fun experience um, and a great experience. So you talked about like incorporating um, prayer and of course then it's healing. You're you're coming to like more spiritual level and um, and on on that kind of like guided path. Have you been up against people that say things like um, you know talking about chakras and sound frequencies and stuff like that was um, opposite of God? I have been told by a few that, you know, what I'm preaching is such witchcraft and I grew up Christian, so I don't, I don't agree with that, but I understand like when you, when you don't know anywhere and you, you're kind of doing what the church tells you to do. I mean, I've noticed it just keeps you stuck and, and living in fear. This is what we need. We need sound. We need sun. We need good food, good people. I mean, it's pretty, to me, it's the most godly and holy you could get. I definitely agree in utilizing the gifts that God has given us. And so we are spiritual beings and being able to connect with sound and thinking about our water and our body. And he's provided us the land and all of the food and bringing it back to like that natural way of living. I agree. I don't think that being aware of what's inside of your body, you should know about these points and how it affects you just as much as you know that your eyes are meant made for you to see. So individually, 
you know, have show our gifts. We gotta release that fear of judgment from others and do what feels natural. Including during the sound bath, you also specialize in detox and healing with um, food and herbs. Can you tell us more about that and how it ties into healing your body as a whole? Hearing that your body's complicated and it's supposed to get sick all the time and you're supposed to have antibiotics all the time. That was so, so far from the truth. Uh, the truth is we need to feel ourselves in our in our body and our body is a whole so i'm and and having different parts of your body that you focus on really i mean it helps heal the whole body so i don't see why we don't focus on those individual parts but also as a whole and you know waking up every day you know should just be going for your phone and for the coffee you know we should be going for if you're up too early for sun then you know a little or lime water with some minerals in it and sea moss and letting that kind of 10 to 15 minutes let that digest get your body moving get blood flowing getting that new circulation by just breathing you can do some breathing exercises and then you're ready for coffee because you're hydrated you've got things moving and then ready for your coffee if that's what you drink you know or your tea so it's best to just start with the basics and I'm, I've heard people say, oh, I've cut gluten for a whole year and nothing happened. Well, you just cut gluten, that's all you did. You're not going to see that many results. You know, you're chronically dehydrated or you're not taking minerals that you need. You're not getting sunlight. If you're not doing all these things as a protocol and being consistent, you're not going to see long-term results, you know. And I know a lot of people are stuck and they kind of get a little mad when they hear that you can heal, you know, because they've they've been defeated for so long. The the system has made us feel defeated and, and hopeless. And I used to play the victim too, but there's the one point in your life you're like, well, I'm gonna be a victim forever. I'm gonna put my big girl pants on and do something about this. So back to the basics can really heal someone and you just have to be consistent. It took me nine months of consistency and dedication. I didn't want to show up every day, but I did it anyway. And I healed my autoimmune disease and I'm in remission. You know, and that was not something none of my doctors said I could do, but I did. And I most of us probably can do a lot that if we just silence the noise and listen to where God's guiding us. Hi, I'm Jill Hines, co-director of Health Freedom Louisiana, a consumer and human rights advocacy organization. We fight for your right to say no to an unwanted medical intervention, and we'd like for you to fight with us. Find us at healthfreedomla.org and sign up for our Substack, and let's be in touch. Hey, we hope you're enjoying the show. Do you have a question for our podcast guest? We got you covered. Your opportunity to speak directly with our podcast guest awaits. Join us on the Uncensored Platform Telegram. Link in bio. Now back to the show. Yeah, just waking up and giving your body what it needs. And when the cells, you know, your cells need hydration, they need fuel to kind of get rid of the waste that they accumulated all night. So 
why not start your your morning with lime and salt water just a little salt pinch or like you know half a teaspoon or it might be a bit much for some people but just start small and you'll kind of see it does make you feel good hydrated um it probably helps you have a bowel movement just those sort of things and um and then take a sea moss because that's got most of that's got all pretty 90 92 of the 102 trace minerals you need and depending on the supplement you buy you could get some that have all your trace minerals um that's a big deal because a lot of us are mineral deficient and that causes a lot of inflammation and disease as well so just taking it like back to the basics you know so I was wondering when you said salt, there's a lot of controversy over the different type of salts. What do you recommend? There's Mediterranean sea salt or Irish sea salt. I use all of those, just whatever I can really buy or get my hands on. I used to consume the Himalayan salt, but I've gotten to where I'm just doing sea salt. I don't really know why. Uh, I did hear a little bit more like controversy towards the pink sea salt, but that's just kind of, do research and, and find out what you feel is best for you. But yeah, fragrances are really hard on your hormones and carcinogenic too. So yeah, if you can get away from just using plain Epsom salt, you can buy like big bags of it. Um, just unscented plain pure Epsom salt and baking soda. That's pretty much what I do in my baths. When you're starting detox, what is what does that look like in your world when you're detoxing? Because we've heard so many different ways. And then where do you go after you've cleansed? Um, what kind of like uh, nutrition should you be consuming and things like that to really uh, bring your body into homeostasis? That's a great question because I I know a lot of people that just parasite cleanse or detox and they're not really ready for it. They've been eating crap. And then they're just going to detox. You're going to feel really bad symptoms. You're going to get really sick. You know, your hair and your nails thin. Your yeah, your hair fall out a lot. You'll feel really achy and yeah, not a good thing. So I always say like, if you're going to detox, always prime your body first. That could take eight weeks. You know, six to eight weeks of just eating really, really clean. Like not eating out, eating gluten free. Um, even like gluten-free breads, I stay away from that. So I just do like, if I'm doing a back to the basics, just prepping, I'm doing clean proteins. Uh, it's not vegan. So I, I'm not, not vegan. I've tried that. I don't agree with that. I feel like we are made to eat animal proteins. You get parasites and things from all foods. So it's, if you're, if your body's healthy, you can overcome a lot of these things, but Anyway, back to that, um, eating just really clean. And when I say gluten-free on this prime or the, the prep, call it, you want to be like gluten-free oats, but you want to make sure you're soaking them. So when you're eating, you're eating soaked oats. So they're, they're easier to digest. You just, you feel uh, less bloating and all that stuff from it. So then you want to make sure you're prioritizing your protein daily and so i eat a lot of potatoes too so potatoes some organic rice or gluten-free those are the carbs that i i choose and i honestly don't choose a lot of vegetables 
especially the ones that cause a lot of digestion issues or bloating. So I, the, the key is you're wanting to heal your gut. So in order to heal your gut, you don't want to consume a ton of fibrous fruits and veggie or veggies, I mean, that cause that gas and distension because that's just going to further along, like hinder your progress. So I do really simple to digest veggies. It might look different for certain people, but I do a lot of romaine lettuce. Green beans are easy. Okra is easy on my gut. Okra grows really good here in Louisiana, if you haven't tried that. Um, and it's, you know, it has that slimy texture, so it's good for your gut. Uh, so those, those types of things, I eat a lot of wild frozen blueberries. That's my fruit of choice. And I do celery juice. And yeah, so I do that for six to eight weeks. And I get my kids to do that too. And then by the time we're done with that, we do the parasite cleanse. Um, but as an adult, I know that I need to do them in order to flush out anything that you know, has accumulated over the last year. Um, and so I do coffee enemas. I know that's a bit strange, but it, it actually helps your glutathione, which is the most potent antioxidant, helps that production. And really, and it's actually anti-parasitic as well. And it triggers your liver to release those detox um, um, antioxidants and things to really help your body kind of uh, renew that blood because there's new blood that's circulating through your liver every three to five minutes. So it doesn't take long, like 12 minutes of the enema, and then you let it out. And yeah, you do that for a couple of weeks while you're parasite cleansing. So you're literally cleansing from the top to the bottom and out. And if you're doing it with arms wide open, you're going to have a spiritual awakening or lesson of some kind. So it's, it's super powerful. It's, um, it's holistic. It's quantum. That's why I was like, quantum revival is the best word. It just kept coming to me over the years. And I know that was like God telling me quantum revival is what, what this is. So. Wow. That's awesome. I mean, I know an enema sounds awful, but if you do an enema the right way and you're not doing too much liquid, you're not going to feel like, and it, people, there is a misconception saying that if you use enemas frequently, you're going to mess up your peristalsis and you're not going to be able to poop on your own. That's a lot. If anything, it's helped me because I, I used to suffer from chronic constipation. So I feel like that's a lie and that's a myth. We're in a society where, um, you know, convenience is key. People want the quick way. They want the fast way. They don't want to follow um, necessarily an entire lifestyle. Um, so you know, you'll have people picking and choosing like, oh, I heard, you know, don't eat broccoli. So now I don't eat broccoli. And it seems like every day on the internet, there's somebody else saying that something you thought was good was bad. Um, I recently saw oh, the, yeah. the water one. They're like, you really don't need to be drinking water. Um, your pee shouldn't be clear. Um, we didn't, you know, our bodies are not designed to be, you know, drinking water all day long. And, I, you know, that just this big like hydration thing is somewhat like a myth. And yeah. if there's something that you think think is good, I guarantee you there's somebody on the internet telling you why it's bad. So it can be a lot to navigate. And I think overall it gets really overwhelming when you're not working with a personal coach, but 
Um, I mean, for you and what you're offering, if anything, with the other coaches that I've seen is that is the selling point is that you get a personal service, someone to work with you, someone to walk you through, someone to coach you, someone to guide you. Um, that's really the selling point, not just the information, because we can be picking and choosing information from all over the place. And, um, you know, nothing about our body is, is, you know, going to be in balance if you don't have, you know, a full plan, you can't just be winging it and expect to heal in my opinion. You're right. And so and you kind of said like, after you do the cleanse, you prep, you do the cleanse and detox, how do you live your life? holistically and how do you keep that long-term result well kind of like how i did the prep diet only i will go out to eat occasionally or i will add chips and salsa to that you know that sort of thing but i will remain gluten-free for life um that's just my opinion and i'm really i hardly consume any sugar um except from fruit honey and syrup occasionally so that's about it. I mean, you just stick to that and it's hard that you'll have times where you kind of fall off the wagon because your old ways or that, that parasite or that demon is telling you, you need more, you need more sugar, you need more king cake or whatever. Because I, king cake's my favorite cake in the world and my birthday's in February. So that was always my birthday cake. And I actually gotten to where I was making a gluten-free king cake. In the past couple of years, I really wanted one. So I didn't even make one this year. It's crazy. But what I'm saying is like over time, it takes years to really conquer all those addictions, cravings, but it feels really powerful once you overcome that and you have that freedom. You, you, you used to be an RN, correct? And you're no longer an RN. What? Um... I, yeah, I still have my license and I, I am a nurse, but I do not work at the bedside. Yeah. So was that like did you essentially like walk away and just say I'm gonna go into the the herbalist side of things and and call it a day was there something in particular that made you walk away from western medicine like that um yeah I mean I tried to stick around and for the years that I did I tried to do all this together I tried to work as a nurse I tried to continue studying all the herbs and the nutrition science of nutrition and uh, fitness and wellness and and it i mean it's doable but get a bit tired seeing so many people so sick all the time it's really hard on your soul to continue there were times throughout my my career that i have like touched people in that way like open up their mind to hey you need to look into what you're eating and of course i'm not a dietitian and i can't tell them what to eat I was like, you just need to look at all the food you're eating, all the ingredients, and really go from there. And they're like, you're right. You know, some people are like, ah, oh, that's nothing, you know. But I, I did plant a few seeds, and I, I feel like that was good, but it still felt like I wasn't doing enough. And, um, and it got into where, like, you know, when something, when you're somewhere and you're not meant to be. I would like to see more of the people that do, like, independent coaching and things like that be more of a team more of a network the same way that like doctor's offices are the same way that um you know hospitals can be and stuff like that i think that especially after you know the most current walk away event just same as teachers like there's so many people out there that are skilled professionals that have just had enough of the way that things are run that makes them walk away and it's they're walking away from 
something they're extremely passionate about because they just can't contribute to the way that they, you know, people want things done. Um, but I think that, I mean, there's so many people that have walked away. Like, when will we start to see people really like banding together to have like holistic coaching network and, and or even like a holistic to... urgent cares, holistic hospitals. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've spoken with a few nurses and doctors I have worked with over the years that were interested in holistic and stuff, but it's almost like I can get enough traction for that. Holistic hospitals would be wonderful. You know, if someone's acutely ill or they're detoxing or they're having some kind of weird symptom from an illness or whatever, being able to get like IV fluids at any time of the day would be great. You know, that sort of thing that will help prevent the overuse of antibiotics and steroids, you know, and, you know, come to these facilities that will really walk you from the next five to 10 days of like a really good cleanse and detox um, support, sound healing in certain rooms or throughout the day, who knows? I mean, it could be anything and it sounds heavenly to me. <laughs> I want to be a part of it. <laughs> right. Um, I, you know, but that's going to require not only just the network of those people, but a lot of support from people that want that kind of thing, because what's going to happen is the same thing that happens to every person that comes up with a really great way to heal that does not and that does not involve uh, Rockefeller medicine. And so, yeah. you know, I mean, how many doctors, you know, have we seen be unalive how many you know what i mean like and these these healing um methods and information and stuff like that they get suppressed and um gosh like i mean they even scrub things from the internet it's almost impossible to get away from these like entities how amazing would it be just say you had 20 holistic professionals in one area what could they come up with then you know like if you they all met up and you know, really put their minds together and like, oh, this works, that works, whatever. I mean, that would be just phenomenal. Yeah. I think like all the frontline doctors, they've come out with like a lot of good information too. And, um, you know, I wonder how many of those people are, are living like, you know, the best of both worlds using Western medicine when needed, because not everything about it is bad. Like if you get a broken leg, you need them to put a cast on you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, the occasional, because we're still going to have a lot of residual effects for years or maybe forever, you know, certain times you have to have surgeries and unfortunately and strokes and heart attacks. So, yeah, I mean, it's all needed, but we would have so much, we would have so much better allopathic medicine if we weren't doing all of the things all of the time. It wouldn't be, you wouldn't have all these sick people if everyone is living a non-toxic lifestyle either. I'm really love that through this whole pandemic that people started to walk away from big pharma. You see so many people, even myself, like starting gardens, growing, learning about medicinal medicine, um, just different ways to heal. It's, I think it's a great thing. You see a lot of people with young kids, you know, um, coming up with like these all, you know, new healthy concoctions that they learned online and their kids are healing way faster and not taking Tylenol and they're doing heavy metal detoxes and their, um, autism is getting better 
you know, I'm not going to say it's healing. Uh, I don't know. I'm not walking in their shoes, but I've seen some stories, ADD. Uh, so it's, it's pretty amazing. I definitely agree. It's been an awakening in so many ways for a lot of us. And it's kind of been a blessing, you know, in disguise in a way. And, um, and I don't think it was planned that way. I mean, there's still a lot of people that are out there that still put all their faith in that allopathics and pharmacy and, you know, and we're not here to really save everyone. We're here to really heal ourselves and our families. And then it just causes a ripple effect. So just not taking on the guilt or the, the guilt or the, the stress from others to try to heal. Because I knew I did that for a long time. And that's why it's hindered me so long to really just get out there, speak my truth, because I just felt like I had the weight of the world on my shoulders. and. And like I said, when you heal yourself, you literally heal the earth and the community around you. You don't know you are, but you are. You make a difference. So just focus on self-care and your children. And we're slowly making progress, you know. Yeah, definitely. And I think that, um, you know, we're seeing some immediate results from, from people um, like such as yourself getting out there, sharing the information and other, you know, nutrition and herbalist specialists and things like that, really, um, you know, the demand has increased and people are trying to follow that way of life. Just like when you said like, okay, well, detoxing and all this stuff, it's like so much work is that we have to break that convenience mindset. And I don't say that from a place of that I've broken my convenience mindset, that still happens to me all of the time. So I never want to make it sound like, oh, I have it all under control or I'm better than anyone else because I've been able to break the programming. There's always some influence of some mechanism of control in your life and it's being aware of it and trying to do better. And I think in a very um, short time, we will see not only immediate small results is that we'll see long-term huge results um, from people being able to change their life and teaching their kids you know, what's really happening in the world. I do find that we went from a place of like kids being, you know, all homey, the 60s, the 70s, the 80s and stuff like that. And the 90s and 2000s um, was kind of like, that's including myself, that like kind of corrupt population of children that were just did whatever because our parents had to be reminded of where we were. You know, it's 10 p.m. Do you know where your children are? Uh, they had to be reminded that they had kids. And so I'm looking forward to like, I think that this will continue to push the truth or lifestyle, the holistic lifestyle and all of these things will continue to contribute to the awakening. And um, just so long as we keep sharing our information, that's definitely doing your part. Absolutely. Totally agree. I'll, tell us where people can find you. So on Instagram, if you go there, you can find all my links in my link tree. So just uh, the quantum underscore revival at Instagram, you'll find my website and you can find my Twitter link on there and my telegram, that sort of thing. Cause a few of my handles are a little bit different because some of it was taking. So it's probably easiest to just go on Instagram and message me there or anything, any questions you have. We will put for your link tree in our show notes. 
Sam. So if you had one minute to speak to the entire world, what is the message that you would give? What would I say? I'm here, I'm here to say that you are strong. Your body is a healing machine. So if you decrease the toxic load and you stop listening to what the negative media and medical facilities say, you can truly hear God and you can heal yourself from within. And in order, and in, and in doing that, you heal your daughters and your sons and even past generations, your ancestors are happy future generations you're you're making such a big difference for finally taking over your own health and stopping any addiction to fast food toxic chemicals and drugs pharmaceuticals that you really can change the world with just one step at a time and you can you can do this and your body is meant to heal and it's so much more powerful than you've ever been led to believe in it just you have to find the community to help keep you on that path and really raise you up in those hard times. That was awesome. Thank you so much. Before you go, hit follow and share with a friend. Wake up to a new episode of Louisiana Sister Squad podcast every Tuesday.